0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning into Benzinga's daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading morning you can get at least a handful of trading ideas today. I think we got more than five ideas for you. We'll get to the list in just a sec. I want to intro the date. It's December, folks. Oh my gosh. The last, the last month of the year in 2022. Holy cow. And also wanted to say hello to Mike. How's it going, man? Doing good. How are you
1: doing, Brenty?
0: I'm doing well. I missed you the last few days. How was your yeah. Thanksgiving holiday?
1: Oh, Thanksgiving was fantastic. Uh, hello, it was uh, a lot of food, as, as it should be, <laughs> and football in the yard, and nice. just, a, just a great, great time.
0: Football so was- in the yard?
1: Yeah, Hallmark like Hallmark movie. That's our.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a that sounds like a, a New England thing.
1: It, yes, exactly. We yeah? we, we call Sweet. it Kennedy family football. We we throw the football nice. around every every year.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you had a nice holiday. I'm glad we're back here together to give our awesome listeners some good ideas for the trading day, and maybe probably for the rest of the week. Tomorrow's Friday, so why not? These ideas will probably apply for you tomorrow also we're gonna start with a quick preview of our list a little table of contents if you will and then we're gonna jump into each of these names a little bit more get you a little bit more info on why at least a few people at the Benzinga team are looking at some of these stocks. our first name is costco c-o-s-t is the ticker number two is yum brands it's ticker yum y-u-m Number three is Box, that's B-O-X. Number four is Lee Auto, it's ticker L-I. And number five is Five Below, it's ticker F-I-V-E. Mike, this might be the first ever Benzinga Stocks Watch podcast that had the tickers as the names of the company exclusively. Every single ticker, every single company we're looking at today just, had, just has their name right in their ticker. That's, that's-, that's nice.
1: That's wild. And the fact that stock to watch number five is literally ticker five. Like oh the ticker God. is FI. We didn't even plan this. We didn't, plan <laughs> we didn't
0: even, <laughs> even plan this, folks. <laughs> All just right, just so to show
1: you. That's wow.
0: <laughs> good good planning without planning. That's how natural the Benzinga Socks to Watch podcast yep. is. I'll let you kick us off with uh, what's going on in Costco. They had a little bit of news last night. Yeah,
1: let's do it. So, company reported... Kind of inline comparable store sales for the month of November. Uh, Raymond James, an analyst, reviewed the sales figures uh, today, this morning, and noted an expectation for Costco to continue gaining market share amid favorable product mix, excuse me, clean balance sheet, and a sticky customer base. And that's a huge thing for Costco's people, generally, people who like Costco love Costco and stick around. I mean, especially with inflation and rising costs, it's like Costco is kind of a a hot topic right now that this memberships people are are spending a lot of money there because they're getting a lot for what they're spending and they love it.
0: I was making the socks watch list at my dining room table here this morning. My my fiance was sitting on the couch over there and she and I told her she ran by my my screen and looked and saw Costco and she goes, I was just talking about Costco last night with some friends. We were all saying how much we love Costco and how we love to go back there. And that's exactly what that sticky customer base is. Right?
1: Exactly. And it's interesting to see that, you know, the drop that we've seen today. I mean, the, uh, the, the market's obviously not 7%. too
0: happy. Yeah. 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 I mean the, the results were, were in line, um, but you know, just actually real quick, I wanted to like highlight a phrase that you said and ask if you understood this, Mike, uh, that, that term comparable store sales. Do you know what that means? Is that essentially
1: in reference to like versus Walmart
0: and target and competitors or is that it? it's not. So I'm glad, I'm glad we're having this. Ah, yeah. So, this is a key. Uh, metric for retailers. Every retailer will use a similar metric like this, comparable store sales. You'll hear it be referred to as comps. You'll be hear it be referred to as same store sales. And what this is, why this is a specific metric for retailers is because obviously retailers open new locations. And so they kind of are adjusting their figures a little bit to account for stores that have just opened if costco gave us our figures and they included all the stores that opened this year there's no comparable last year so what comparable store sales is when you see this for other retailers is a sales metric where the company is taking out new stores that have opened over the last year so for we got the November numbers out of Costco last night. Those numbers were for stores that have been open in 2021 or, you know, yeah, I guess since 2021, basically.
1: That's wild. Uh, yeah, I never, I never knew that. That's a fantastic I'm, tidbit there. Wow. I
0: mean, you know, effectively think it as their sale, think of it as their, their, you know, like sales growth figures um, without being like revenue.
1: That makes a lot of sense, and that's interesting comparing between its own stores. I think that's a really valuable uh, thing for traders to look at and and know about, to know that that's an internal uh, comparison and that's a a valuable insight.
0: There was a little tidbit in uh, the Raymond James comment that you discussed earlier, Mike, and I just wanted to highlight another little comment here. Uh, This analyst at Raymond James following the Costco results said, Uh, We view membership model as still the most attractive business model in the hardline retail space today. There's not other like, you know, hardline retailers that have many subscription models. So membership model. So, you know, definitely an advantage there of Costco. The other one that I can think of, of course, is Sam's Club, which is owned by Walmart ticker WMT. Let's keep it rolling with our stock to Watch number two. It's Yum Brands, Y-U-M. A play on some likely upcoming acquisition for one of the company's brands, Taco Bell. Uh, Yum's brands, Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. There was a J.P. Morgan conference yesterday inviting some fast casual and fast food execs to discuss what was going on. The Taco Bell CFO was at this conference yesterday and at this conference the taco bell cfo said that management is keeping its eyes open and it is always scanning categories for a potential purchase kind of interesting here uh the exec specifically named the middle eastern food space as being interesting for yum brands for taco bell Uh, the, this was an article, this was a news item that was highlighted by a business insider article. And in that article, the, uh, publication tapped a industry expert, like not a sell side analyst, but kind of like, you know, an industry analyst. And that analyst had some pretty cool sort of speculation on who Taco Bell might want to buy and a little bit from that business insider article i wanted to just read through real quick uh with quote with valuations sputtering in a tough macroeconomic climate it's not surprising that yum brands might be looking to expand its portfolio if you're an acquirer now might be a wise time to pull the trigger if you have a long-term outlook do you really care if we're going to go into a recession 6 months from now M- makes makes sense
1: that's wild yeah and and that's it's interesting to me that it's a specific part of uh young brand that it's Taco Bell. That's looking at acquisitions. So maybe it, it speaks to something of, you know, the, the, the strategy there of attempting to sure. build these up in, in relation to each other, that it's uh, exactly, which makes sense. It's kind of that similar, like fast, casual, but more healthy than, than Taco Bell, maybe kind of a, kind of an approach and a lot sure. of the names that we see on the, on the list on that article that uh, that, that you shared are, are really like tasty. Like, I, I <laughs> very much enjoy a uh, like, tropical smoothie. And <laughs> well, I, actually, I haven't eaten yet today. So I, 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 I'm a little hungry. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sweet so, green. And oh man. Sweet. So and and
0: here's here's like, you know, like, let's consider this if you're a yum shareholder or a yum trader, but here's kind of your trading idea, in my opinion. Sweet green which was named as one of a potential target that Yum or Taco Bell might be looking at, that's a ticker. It's ticker SG. So, you know, like I looked at SG this morning and the stock didn't really look like it was reacting to that. A couple other names that were mentioned as a potential purchase here. Zoe's Kitchen. Do you know that one, Mike? I don't know that one.
1: I don't. Is that maybe a California or
0: a... Middle Eastern brand, I've heard. Pita Pit, also, you know, kind of Middle Eastern-ish. And then, like, you kind of were just hinting it there a second ago, Mike. uh, This industry expert also said, if it's not going to be in kind of the Middle Eastern space, it could be in the health halo space. That was like a phrase that I've never heard. But, you know, kind of like targeting healthier stuff. I don't really know that like a tropical smoothie cafe is necessarily... Healthier, I guess they're more health oriented. But Tropical Smoothie Cafe, I'm sure most people out there know Tropical Smoothie Cafe, also was named as a potential uh, target here by by Yum or, or Taco Bell.
1: And that makes sense. It seems like just anecdotally, it seems like Tropical Smoothie has grown very rapidly. In Absolutely, the last three years just exploded. Absolutely. And they you have and, that perception of health at, at the very least. you know. That, and
0: yeah. like, if you ask me, if you, if you go into a tropical smoothie cafe, the branding, like just the, the design and, and stuff, it's kind of in line, I think with like yums, other brands. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that. And I, I, I Hey, I'm, I'm not a, not a shareholder of uh, yum, but, but I don't know, especially if they're buying up more of these, these names that I enjoy and, and frequent regularly, it's like, okay, that's, that's intriguing. To, sure. uh, to become, you know, maybe a shareholder in Yum Brands as well. Sure. We'll, we'll Interesting. See what happens here. <laughs> Moving on to our third stock to watch for today. It's Box, ticker B O X. Again, like we said, all of these, all of these are very easy to, to remember and type into your, to your uh, Benzinga Pro. Um, play on the software space. Shares were down about 2% Thursday morning, following some mixed quarterly results and some soft guidance out of the company. Reviewing the results, a sell side analyst noted that however box is a few years ahead quote of other software companies in a focus on profitability that's a really interesting um and pretty powerful comment i mean saying you're multiple years ahead of other companies in the space for profitability in this current market outlook that's that seems significant
0: We've been having a ton of software names reporting over the last week or two. We've been highlighting that on the podcast. And like those software results haven't been super exciting, they haven't been blockbuster or anything. And I think the software space is there's so many companies in the software space. I don't know if the space is crowded because I'm sure there's a lot of demand for software right now, but you know, there's just so many of these companies. And I've been looking at a lot of the reports and the analysts' interpretation of the those reports over the last week. And this this comment here from a Raymond James analyst about the company being ahead, a few years ahead on their, you know, march to profitability versus other software names. That that struck me. I, I was like, wow, that's you know, a bit of a unique comment from what we've been hearing lately in that space.
1: And now we see, I mean, the stocks up three point two, three and a quarter percent this morning. Yeah. Uh, 3%. So there's
0: some, there's some price action going on here. This is an interesting yep. one for we'll be watching. Absolutely. Uh, stock to watch number four. Let's keep it rolling is Lee auto. It's ticker L I. This is of course a play on Chinese electric vehicle manufacturer. We have X peng ticker X P E V, which had quarterly results last night and shares, uh, sorry. Yesterday morning over yesterday's trading session, x shares rallied like 50%. This was a huge move for uh, this Chinese auto manufacturer. Li is going to be having their quarterly results on Friday of next week. How much of the upside from XPeng yesterday was baked into Li yesterday ahead of Li's quarterly results next week? I mean, I don't know. It's tough to say. I wanted to get this one on your radar, ladies and gentlemen, uh, given how – strongly the market reacted to XPeng's results yesterday. Look out for Li Auto at the end of next week.
1: And that's really telling that the market reacted that much to XPeng, even considering all of the things we're seeing going on in China right now, the kind of zero COVID um, protests and everything. The market has been really, it's been up and down for Chinese stocks lately. And that's very telling that, you know, investors are willing to react with a 50% move on a Chinese uh, car stock, even with everything going on, you know, maybe Lee is going to be an important kind of uh, companion play to watch there.
0: Yeah. The, the, the other name is Neo in the space. There's three major players in the space, X-Peng, Lee, and Neo. So uh, yeah, I, I think that's, you know, Lee could be a big component of seeing the whole spectrum of what the electric vehicle manufacturers in China are looking like heading into 2023. Awesome. On to our last stock to watch for the day. Ticker number five and it's five below ticker
1: five. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, play in the kind of dollar store cheaper market space. Yeah. are up 9% uh, this morning following better than expected quarterly results, but guidance which missed analyst estimates uh, competitor mm-hmm. in the space dollar general. Reported worse than expected earnings uh, this morning, so five below. Now we're up, you know, twelve percent. Seeing yeah. some some big price action this morning. This is an interesting one because it's it's almost we were talking about this little this little behind the scenes sneak peek, uh, folks. We were talking we're about talking it, too but, you much. Know, this is it. <laughs> We're talking about how five below seems to do a good job of creating this brand identity that isn't necessarily super cheap. I mean, everything is less than five dollars or less. But there's this, this more of an experience to it. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. – you don't necessarily think, oh, that's just, uh, you know, cheap stuff that I'm going yeah. for. So this is an interesting consumer retail spot.
0: I, I would agree. I saw the Dollar General report here this morning, and I right away thought of, uh, is there any peer implications here, Dollar Tree? And then I went, oh, yeah, five five belows a dollar store stock. And I didn't, I didn't really, you know, consider that right away. I don't know how many people consider – five below to be in the dollar store space, but it absolutely is. And we want to look for these moments, ladies and gentlemen, when you have kind of like, you know, a a fork in an industry a little bit where dollar store, uh, a dollar general reported some worse than expected earnings uh, this morning and five below had like a pretty decent report yesterday. That kind of like, you know, dichotomy a little bit is a good way that you can get some trading ideas. I think Uh, let those moments Start your research and then go dig into these companies a little bit more and see if they might be for an investment or a trade for yourself.
1: I think that's pretty telling, Brent, that, you know, Dollar General, which we've seen inflation, we've seen rising consumer prices didn't do well, which is I'd imagine, you know, a I know like that to do very yeah. well in this market and five below
0: rolling up. I mean, that's, there you go. That's,
1: that's very interesting.
0: Good point, Mike. Good point to end our Sox Watch podcast for Thursday. Tomorrow is going to be the second day, December. We're like working our way into December already. Wow. And I know, I know. And it'll be Friday tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow, of course, with Friday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Sox Watch podcast. Hope everyone has a great day out there.
1: Have a great Thursday, guys, and we'll catch you tomorrow.